I am the mind freak. There's no reality. Just this world of illusion that keeps on haunting me. Mind freak! Mind freak! <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, I've been that rehearsing that in my rendition. room all day. No, I think that's one of your best <laughs> intro songs. Thank you, Funko. That sounded... It sounded like my favorite singer, Jonathan Davis of Korn. <laughs> I can't believe he was in this. That was so weird. Dude, that was such a surprise. <laughs> Someone was telling me that like the lead singer of Korn has dreads, and I was like, oh, word. I'm never looking that up. And then I saw it. I saw him live. Like, I always thought almost like Korn cool. was like this joke band that didn't exist. Like I knew it existed, but I was like, Korn isn't real. Like, you know, Bigfoot. I only know them in context of memes about them. Like, I don't know them. Oh, yeah. Do you know this one? No. Have you guys seen this? This no. is great for the podcast. I'm going to check out this I'm not Google gonna... search you sent. <laughs> no. Cl- do you see the link I said? It's funny. Jonathan Davis from Corn is an from... avid chat monster, hanging out with Corn fans every day for hours at a time. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just him on, like, a message board. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. that's like the only thing I know about Corn. Other than that, Eric Andre interview. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember that? No, Adam? maybe. Did he interview Corn? No, he like. Oh, it's a, it's one of my favorite YouTube videos. It's like a local news station, and they're interviewing Jay Baruchel and Eric Andre. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen this. But go on. And the guys like kind of making fun of Jay Baruchel a bit, and then. Eric Andre's trying to like play along with the interview, but the guy gets too mean, so he derails it by just talking about corn. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, well, welcome to uh, another episode of Is It Whack? Uh, it's a movie podcast talk about movies, debate their whackness. Whack, not meaning good or bad. I mean, never means to us on that. I bit. don't know if we can. Yes, Hannah. I don't know if we can call ourselves a movie podcast since we just did whatever this is. a TV special podcast. You guys see the small axe controversy? No, tell, go on. Steve McQueen made a bunch of movies as kind of a mini series that were supposed to run on television. Now everyone's like, is it movies or is it TV? It's like Twin Peaks. My mom's been watching that one. So is my dad. Because it's it's like an anthology, right? Each one is just like a different movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're like full length movies. And they're pe- full length. I thought they were short films. No, they're like over. They're like, like an hour sure and they're and full movies. Yeah, they're now. Oh. Some. But I didn't know there was a controversy. What's the controversy? People just saying it's not a movie. Well, it just on it my is a movie. That just, just sounds like Twitter a mini nerds. series. Mm-hmm. All these Twitter nerds, like AV Club, was saying they were gonna cover it as a show, and not put it in their best of movies list. And then some people were mad about that. And then, yeah, it's so but stupid. Same thing happened with Twin Peaks. Everyone's just mad on Twitter all the time. But Twin <laughs> Peaks is a TV show. Well, that's this. Herein lies the question. But it is a TV show. Only one of the episodes is like movie length. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I almost won that movie bracket. <laughs> what Twin Peaks? We- really? Yeah, I think I might have got knocked out by the Muppet movie, and they were both in like the top ten. <laughs> Wait, what? 
there's what? this weird I I've gone on so many tangents already, I'm sorry. But there was this bracket on on Twitter of like the greatest movie of all time and people would vote every day. And Twin Peaks and the Muppet movie made it so far. Alita Wait, Battle Angel knocked out Parasite. It was wow. Which which That's Twin like Peaks like Firewalk with me? <laughs> Just kidding. I love would, Parasite. Like the... No, the new one, the the return. That's a show. Well, you can go and argue with them. They no, do this I don't. Every single day. Oh, Adam left. Oh, Adam I, left. He's way too emotionally invested in this debate. And we should. Had to. We should also oh, uh, introduce ourselves to people who may not have <laughs> heard us before. Um, Good idea. Uh, if this is your first episode, then you're in for a treat. Chris Angel, my freak Halloween. This is going to be the craziest episode of your life. <laughs> well, like maybe if That's the show hasn't appealed to this hypothetical person yet and now they're like this is what i've been waiting for this is my shit yeah. this is what i call a movie a 40 minute television special yep that's what i'm talking <laughs> i call it I a told- movie too thank you it's a movie there's pictures that are moving it's a movie uh i told i mean yeah yeah seb this is my favorite Hollywood Chris, you know, a television magician from Long Island. <laughs> you know, he's too mainstream mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason, yeah, yeah, Funke, you go ahead, please. Oh, I was just gonna say we should we should probably say who we are. <laughs> Our names. That's a good idea. I'm Seb. I'm Funke. We're talking a lot. Hannah. And I'm Adam, and we're in the midst of our Chris at Whack mini series where we're talking about our favorite Chris's. Thus why I brought in Chris Angel. And we are today talking about Chris Angel Mind Freak Halloween special. And if you can't tell, I'm very excited about this. I told my fellow co-hosts off mic that I have a whole itinerary. That's why I'm trying to just bust into this episode as quick as we can. Because I got a lot that I want to go over with my favorite Chris of all time, Chris Angel himself. I have to say, like, I'm so happy you chose this movie. Um, I have been exposed to Chris Angel again after so many years, dormant, all of the Chris <laughs> facts in my brain. I think that this movie, before we get into it, like, I am, it's it's an incredible time capsule of when a magician <laughs> oh, yes. was literally the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> Like, literally, people went up to him and were like, oh, my God. Like, it's Chris Angel. And he's like, hey, I'm Chris Angel. What's up? And there's, like, literally massive groups of people just in love with this man. And I understand why. He's he's never not impressing people. There's a moment on camera where he's not. People aren't in awe of his presence. It's cool. And all the coolest Just people in the world out. want to hang out with him, like the guy from Corn, the guy from Brady Bunch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and his reality TV show, like girlfriend, wife, whatever Who that is, not into it. Yeah, she. Oh my god, she's like, I love your intro. Are you talking about Chris Angel? Chris Angel's partner. No, no, the Brady Bunch guy. Bunch, yeah, because they're so from not the reality it. show My Fair Brady. <laughs> I thought, which is like, I thought she thought it was cool. I had no idea what he was talking about. What My Fair Brady? My Fair was. Brady is a reality show, like a dating one. I'm pretty sure f- to date that guy oh from God. the Brady Bunch, and I guess she won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was like his rock of love. I think that's yeah. so weird for a supporting actor on the Brady Bunch. And that's bizarre this is like what a time capsule this is corn 
was something that was not just a meme. This <laughs> was a thing. People recognized a guy from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ancient history. Yeah, but I just want to point yeah, yeah. out how pained Hannah looks every time one of you refers to this as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? It's, it's a forty-minute or so it's an hour-long special. It's a special. Yeah, if by that <laughs> measure, really I could bring in an episode of America's Next Top Model for my yeah, pick. Like, sure, why it would have to be a very special, a special episode. longer episode. Yeah. No, because every episode is the length of this. But this was a special, you know, because usually the show is a thirty-minute show, but this was a one-hour special. It's special. 45 minutes without ads. Yeah, well, you know, we're splitting hairs when you say that. God, does this move, the, the, this show move so quickly, though? Like, at the start, it's like, <laughs> chainsaw, we're going to the, we're going to the, we're shredded wood. And then, the, like, two minutes after, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then they, like, <laughs> don't talk about, like, the wood chipper or whatever for literally 40 minutes. And I'm like, oh, damn, that was a pretty good special. And then they bring out the wood chipper at the end again, and I was like, and also it's trick. so unsuspenseful yeah like the wood chipper yeah. plays out in such like an anticlimactic way where it's excuse like excuse me do we think he's gonna get out of this obviously no there was yeah. a slide like, not even like the chip, people don't even look convinced <laughs> that they're like scared like they're not even like it's not <laughs> this also made me miss when a television would just openly lie to me which I forgot about, where they'd be like, coming up next, we'll show you how to do this trick. And then there's like 40 minutes go by, and then they're like, yeah, no, really, coming up next, we're going to show you this trick. And like everything, every time they promise that he's going to show you the sleight of hand thing and that the wood chipper's coming up, and they both have him read at the end. Well, you got to keep people That's on the you know, you got to keep people wanting to come back after the commercial break. I just, I missed it, I forgot, I forgot. Yeah, where they were, knew you weren't streaming it, and they yeah. were like, you actually, we need to make sure you return and don't switch to another program during the commercial break. Yeah. And also, you can sincerely look like Chris Angel, and that's not a ironic or a joke. Like, that is sincerely how you look, yes. and you choose to look that way. He is in- <laughs> I-, I just think it's incredible how... He looks like the main character in any room he walks into. It's kind of incredible. <laughs> like, Does he? I think in, any, in any room he walks into, he looks like the main character to me. He, oh, I would disagree. He no, looks more like a big character. No, that, he's like, the magnet. I think this should lead us to, well, Adam, you have the itinerary, but I hope on the itinerary is your personal history with Chris Angel. Yeah, I could go into that after. I just want to say real quick, this, this is not about Chris Angel, but, um, oh shit, did and you all freeze? Oh no. He froze. Oh no. Are you all still there? Hello? Oh, no. Did I disappear I similar to Chris Angel would, as he would? So what? Am I, do you hear me now? What? Oh no. What? Maybe leave and come back. Are you hear? Okay. okay, I'm going to try to leave and come back. Oh, are you, uh, can you hear me? I think you're working. Okay. Yes, I think you're good now, but we missed everything you said. Yeah. Okay, let me say that what I was saying in that time was that I was just asking if I had disappeared from this conversation similar to how Chris Angel would disappear as a magician. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to say that, 
Yeah, now I feel like shows don't have the like, oh, keep get you hooked so that you come back after the commercial break. In the streaming, the binge era, it's like that hook just happens at the end of an episode. It's like it's got to just end on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. so that you come back for the next episode, which is mm-hmm. honestly more frustrating to me. Yeah. But anyway, my history with Chris Angel. Uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> How long do you have? <laughs> Uh, I don't know how I first got into Chris. Uh, I loved him so much when I was in like grade three, grade four, grade five, around that era. Uh, I had a friend named Georgie Bonjanov, and him and I were like, you know, big fans of Chris. And we would always like just talk about Chris Angel. He had season one on DVD. I had season two on DVD. So we <laughs> we would kind of like, you know, go back and forth. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if like a lot of kids have this, but I just think at least for me, like I just went through like an intense, like magic phase, but only for like a year where it was just like magic just seemed like the coolest thing ever. Um, and just like the, the freaking like, uh, I don't know. It was just awesome. Uh, and so I was really struck by Chris Angel. Uh, he's also a Greek legend. So, uh, you know, me being a Greek boy, gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta love Chris. Um, but yeah, I mean, my brother really liked Chris Angel as well. I, I don't know like what necessarily drew me to him, except that like magic was just really cool and it was like fun, weird stunts that he would always do. But, um, I don't know. He was just, I loved Chris Angel so much and I loved Mind Freak. So I never watched any of his stuff after Mind Freak. Like Mind Freak had like four or five seasons and then he went on to do like a couple other shows. I never watched any of that. I, I stopped after Mind Freak, but one of my favorite shows growing up for sure. Uh, Funke, did you have a similar experience? I did. Um, yeah, I I also had a magician phase. I don't know what came first. <laughs> I don't know if it was Chris Angel or my interest in magic, but it just happened. And I had like so many i had those like invisible worms that you could put around your, your fingers and like be like oh yeah. check it out like, i'm doing this and i wanted to get one of those like huh you don't know those worms the little invisible sorry worms? It's with the string worm with the invisible string and it like goes through oh you. oh right, right, right. Okay, okay um and yeah i was really bad at card so tricks that's how they did it but yeah i was super into chris angel um there's something about him that was just so just like oh my god like this is the guy like this guy is just doing the thing yeah and i i think his his stuff i don't know does he call himself a magician or an illusionist or whatever because oh, i know I a couple of his friends <laughs> yeah. a couple of his friends call themselves and i just put her head in her hands a couple of his friends call themselves <laughs> illusionists and I'm like, there's a difference. There's a key difference. But yeah, like... But didn't he win Magician of the Year at the Magic Castle? You're right. You're right. So he's definitely mm, a magician. True, true, true. He could be, he could be both, like, singer slash songwriter. I mean, is there a difference? <laughs> I think so. Because, like, I'm looking at the, the things that he performs. Like, some stuff is, like, a magic trick. And other stuff is, I'm going to jump through this glass wall. Check it out. Yeah, like, Like, other stuff is, like, he's just trying to push his body to the limit. 
And like when he when he put that string through his like mouth through his nose out of his eye. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that's true. That's not really idiot. magic. That's not a trick. That's like look at me. I'm gross as fuck. And like, <laughs> you have to see this. But yeah, he has like I know, I oh yeah, he has three different like camps of of performance that he goes into, and I think it's just shocking that he gets paid so much to do it, and like everyone is like. Everywhere, at least at that point, like everyone was in love with this so much that like he would get like so much cash just like doing these amazing shows in Las Vegas. I don't know. And, yeah. like, he'd always climb up that like fuck. What was it? Some pyramid. Oh yeah, so- the pyramid. Oh yeah, he did that <laughs> in one of the episodes where he climbed up the pyramid in Las he was Vegas. Like, he's always like, I'm gonna do this thing, and everyone's like, Don't do that, dude. You're gonna die. You're you are gonna die. Oh. And the whole thing is just filled with people being like. This guy's crazy. Like, he's going to die. He's going to die. And he's like, and this is where, like, my family chills. Um, and I like to do this when I'm at home. And my dog's like this. Like, it's so interesting because, like, it feels like the show's built around him. But he's such, like, a regular dude. Other than his pranks. Like, he just seems like a guy who chills around his house. Can I, it's wild. Can I say something off of the the pyramid thing that you brought up, Funke? Because mm. it reminded me of one of the things that I love so much about Chris Angel Mind Freak. Okay. <clears throat> it's returning to the very roots of cinema. You know how like some of the first films ever made were basically like an extension of like magic tricks. It was like using the camera as like a magic trick, like right. seeing something disappear and using the magic, like the literal whatever. Yeah, like using literally like the, the camera guy with the big head. Exactly as a magic trick. And there's so many Chris Angel mind freak bits where it's like, you know, he's going from here and then he's gonna show up somewhere else or like he's gonna do some shit. And it's like clearly the camera did something to aid that stunt. Right, but that's mm. return. He's going back to the roots of cinema. He, it's a it's a clear extension from like friggin' <laughs> Melier or whatever. I don't know if it's an extension. It's an extension of Edison. It's like it's an extension of Edison. The this simultaneous is the next logical size from, from YouTube from Edison. <laughs> but there's no like, you just know that it's a cut. Like there's some things that I feel like you know would be incredible to see in person in the special. I love a lot of it. But a lot of the special, I feel like, for example, the thing where he pulls the needles out of the gross prosthetic in his belly button or whatever, that's, he just made a gross prosthetic and put needles in it. He didn't like, okay, like, it's just like, (laughs) you can see that's not his belly button. You can see it. Suspension of disbelief. It's magic. It's fun. Lots of the other stuff is cool. Like the, I like the watch thing and, and whatever. Anything where he's with the crowd, like. He's doing like the close-up magic. I think is cool, but the stuff where the camera like cuts and it's like anything could have happened in that space, you know. Editing is know. magic. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, I'll say I'm. I love like the trashy pop culture from this time. Like for the most part, like I love all of that kind of stuff, but I do not get this. Like I get a lot of stuff, <laughs> and I respect you. You know, Thanks. I I hear your reasons for loving it, and I respect it. But I don't actually get it. Like I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow, this is like someone I would probably the last person I would want to be in a room with, doing things <laughs> that I don't think are cool. 
um, and being really obnoxious about it because not only is what you're doing not cool, but you think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And people, I don't know. No, I'm Can sorry. Can I say one I'm thing sorry. about that? No, I, I have to say something after I, that, I, too. Yes. As someone who had never seen it before, one thing that I thought was interesting about it is that I feel like at the time I would have felt exactly the way that Hannah does. But now the fact that he's so clearly not cool and that he thinks he's so cool (laughs) and he's so committed to the things he's doing was kind of like endearing. It was kind of like this guy somehow managed in a brief moment to be extremely cool. How is this possible? That is the greatest magic trick. See, I would I think I would love him if he was like just like a complete like never was cool but felt he was cool and there was that kind of thing but the fact that there was a period in culture that backed up this guy's like like weird (laughs) delusions is like what gets me because i am like incredible i'm like no there's also just (laughs) something this is like no better than like i don't know like I don't. I, this is just the worst thing. Mm-hmm. But not the sh- the special was fun to watch and it was funny. But I just don't get. It. But I'm but sorry. I, but I think I would feel exactly the same way if we were living in the time that thought he was cool. But the fact that he's so obviously ridiculous that if you posted anything of this on Twitter on the internet and everyone would jump on him makes me kind of marvel at 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 this small pocket. Yes. Of time. Well, that's it's it's an incredible like piece of like. This guy is so cool, and all these people think he's so fucking cool. But he's just like some guy doing tricks oh, that, that are that like <laughs> kind of ridiculous and like that yeah, prosthetics. For... Oh, sorry, yeah. What, what? No, no, no. But there's the moment when he does the trick in the crowd, and he guesses fourteen, and then the just random girl, he's like, like <laughs> taps his cheek, and she gives him a kiss, and like that's the energy that this is. I don't like this energy. I do yeah. not. I don't trust this energy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like I if if there was an obvious phallic symbol, I'd be making a comment about how this is like some phallic magic is a. But then there isn't really. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of road what, I would go. What kind of a point is that? Going if there was symbolism here, I would use it. Because <laughs> it just feels like magic is like some weird. Like I just wish there was like a really obvious like like if he used the magic wand, I could be like, oh my god, it's phallic. But there's he, but it's he, still that energy is present. If that makes sense, I'm sorry. He Am looks I... like a pickup artist, but I don't really think he. I don't think like at him. all. I think he's a genuine like humble dude too. He's like he's never. Yeah. He's like so confident in his own self, and he's like, I'm Chris Angel. I do cool shit. And well, this is what I'm doing. This I'm just chilling. I'm walking on the street or whatever. I I think it's one thing I really. Are you sure? Oh, am am I sure that Adam? What? I don't know. Like, are you sure he seems humble? I feel like it's more like I'm a dark and brooding, tortured artist. Except actually, I do things for children's birthday parties. Like, not that that's what he actually does. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sorry, I'm such a. I'm being such a hater and i'm no i mean i am not i'm not chris angel i you can definitely criticize him in the special that's i know but you guys are stands and i don't want to like i know no but i'm I'm not a stand i I assume that's what it was gonna be like 
I assumed that's what it was going to be like. And then I, I feel like he won me over slowly because I, I do think he looks like he has all the signifiers you're talking about, but I don't actually think he acts that way. No, the, the cheek tapping was, that was, yeah, was that's, not on that's board. gross, but it's like the one moment. And I kind of think not that this is an excuse, but I wonder if that's something you would pick up doing a street close up magic when you're just starting as a teenager, mm-hmm. right? You might learn that from some gross old magician guys. Not that it's an excuse, but I just mean it's a one out of character yeah, moment the thi- for the entire special. I feel like it's extremely, but okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. fair. I'm that, I, I get that, that part is super gross and also like, yeah, it's terrible. Um, the one thing that I think makes him not come off as just like super self-obsessed and like arrogant to me or anything is that like, I think he really loves the craft of magic and really like loves uh, what he's doing and wants to get people like actually into magic. One thing that he did in a lot of episodes and what he did on this one as well was like, you know, he would actually show people like really simple tricks. And I think that was one of the things that for me made me so excited about the show and maybe for you, Funke, as well. Like, cause it was like, I could actually do those tricks in my house. And it was like a starting point for me to be like, oh yeah, like I could actually, I could do this. Uh, which I think is super cool. Like, I don't think he mm-hmm. has like the like, oh, I am the greatest magician ever. I am the best and I am untouchable and anything like that. Like, I think he has a very uh, interesting vibe, but I think that he does love magic and love the craft of magic and wants to like pass that on. And that's kind of beautiful to me. I think that's really true. And you even hear it in, um, when someone is talking t- about him. I forget who. This guy was like, he just wants to be, he looks up to Houdini every day. Like every day of his life, he's like, Houdini's the coolest guy in the world. He just wants to be on that level. He wants to be on that part. It's like, he's always chasing for that. It's not like he's like satisfied or he thinks he's like the best guy in the world. He's like, I want to be better. I want to learn as a magician. And Adam, what you're saying about um, the magic tricks and stuff, like learning that, I, I used to look up a lot of those and try to look up like compilations of like Chris Angel teaching you how to do um, magic tricks and I literally thought the man could levitate I thought he was yeah. the only person on earth that could do it <laughs> and I looked up Chris because that was one of his tricks that I was like oh my god and he would put like his hand underneath it I'd be like no fucking way you're levitating right now dude and they cut <laughs> it on camera um, and I'd go into YouTube and I'd look up like Chris Angel how to levitate because as one does and a lot of the videos would be screamers um, if you don't know what a screamer is, oh, no. yeah, it's when someone uploads this uh, terrifying image uh. along with a sound bite of someone screaming in the middle of a video. Um, and that was a <laughs> mid-2000s thing as well. It's something I suffered yeah. through. Yeah. And people would get children like me who wanted to learn about magic and just uh. put screamers in the videos. That, that happened to me once when I was watching a video where it was like Lady Gaga confesses to being a drag queen. And I was like, what? And like, there's a lot of problematic aspects to like this whole thing about Lady Gaga. And then, and then I got screamered. And then I was terrified of the internet for the rest of my it, life. It frightens you to your core because it could be any video. Like <laughs> dudes can put that in any video. I'm so glad that died. That trend died. God damn. 
Yeah. Adam, do you have uh, another item on the itinerary? (laughs) Okay. So I kind of want, there's a lot of segments in Mind Freak, and I think, like, you know, we can give a brief Seb summary corner, but I kind of just want to go through, like, a bunch of them. And we can talk about them briefly. Yeah. uh, Segments of this this, uh, special. So, Seb, you want to give a brief uh, Seb summary corner, and then maybe I'll just... uh, well, well, I'll hit. We'll hit. We'll hit them one by one. Sure. I mean, we can go segment by segment, but uh, the overarching thing of the special is that it's Halloween, and Chris Angel uh, wants to do something in honor of his hero Harry Houdini, who died on Halloween uh, many years prior, and he's building up to a escape where he will be handcuffed inside of a pine box in a Charlie <laughs> Chaplin silent movie yeah. style uh, trap where he's he'll be like slowly pushed down a conveyor belt. In front of his family. Returning to the roots of cinema. Returning to the roots. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did Houdini die? I mean, I guess why should I question the legitimacy of what Chris Angel says, but... Uh, did Houdini really die on Halloween? Isn't the whole legend of Houdini was that like a, a a random fan came up to him and like punched him in the gut and then he died? Well, yeah, he, maybe on Halloween. Though. His appendix <laughs> exploded. Which yeah, that's a, fun, that's a I Houdini, I survived um, uh, appendicitis and Houdini didn't. So Houdini. <laughs> Well, he might have survived it now. I... <laughs> yeah, it was I don't know. a long time ago. <laughs> like, okay, so you're magic, like, whatever. You did die on No, I'm sorry. Halloween. Oh, well, there you go. I also, it's like, I'm going to respect my hero by putting myself in a fake situation where I could... And fake risking my life to honor him on the day that he died. I'm gonna make a mockery of his death and shoot my television show on his grave. And, and make the little flower stand up on the sick and he died. And then put the. He was like, check this out. That shit killed me. Sorry, you guys all cut out for a second there. We're, we're laughing at Chris Angel's disrespect of his hero. <laughs> I love the way they spoke about it, though. They spoke about, like, he comes here every year, like, always at this time. He's, like, looking at the grave. Do you believe? Do you guys believe that, though? Like, I don't think he does that. I fe- <laughs> and they never shot it until I this just, I imagine Halloween <laughs> is, like, a very busy day for a magician yeah, or true. a mind freak. So, like, I feel like how can he always <laughs> assure that he's in the right place at the right time? Exactly then. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you take Halloween off. I'm sure that's, like, the most lucrative, you know? Mm-hmm. Christmas to- is to Santa oh. what Halloween is to a mind freak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but how, it doesn't take that long to go to a grave and honor your hero. I mean, it's, like, two minutes out of his day. <laughs> yeah, but, like... If he's touring or he's in Vegas. Every mm. year he does this. <laughs> I just Why should I question the truth of a mind freak? You're right. You're right. That's I'm another notoriously thing. Chris, honest. Why should you question someone who calls themselves a mind freak? <laughs> notoriously reliable folks. Exactly. He is kind of a character. 
So I'll I'll, I'll lean into the Chris fiction. Yeah. For this. I, yeah. No, I. Oh, nice. The what? Wow. Chris fiction. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris fiction. The fiction of Chris. The okay. It sounds like crucifixion. Uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> not that relevant. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Um, um, but I agree. Like with reality shows, most of the time I'm like, you're you're telling me a story. If you don't really distract me by how you know uh, implausible it is, I'm not gonna try and poke holes in it. I'm just gonna accept that this is the story you're telling me, and I don't really care how much of it is real or not. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, wasn't sitting there like, oh, he's fucking lying about visiting Chris <laughs> e- or Houdini's grave every year. But when it's like part of your whole thing, I'm just, yeah, and when truth. he's doing like tricks, you know, it's more, it's more tempting. <laughs> I, I, I think it was more disrespectful at Houdini's grave when he was uh, transitioning uh, from uh, various points on the grave, like standing on top of it, like, lying down on top of it like, you know what i'm talking about i can't i don't know how to describe it if you haven't seen it <laughs> the montage like yeah. those sped up transitions where he's like yeah. here and then he's like over here <laughs> that was such a tv editing thing at the time that i just completely forgot about yeah also those weird like cutaways to him in what i'm assuming is limbo <laughs> like Hell. with like this hell. weird family is that in every episode or is that like, yeah yeah that's in every episode what is that is that his family who are those people <laughs> i don't think i mean so. what, what do you are all like yeah so like, i'm just well i think there was like a people with like dwarfism and stuff like i think he he assembled people that he thought were strange looking. i thought that those were kids I thought that was like a family portrait. That wasn't. There was. Kids. I couldn't see I could, very I well. I could be wrong. I think those There's were kids. Low. Oh, they they are kids. But just like I guess I've exposed my own biases. I'm so confused by. It, yeah, it's very it's very odd, but, and there's like Arabic music playing because I guess that's supposed to be. Yeah. Odd. I don't know. Like I don't know what he's trying to get at <laughs> with those. It's Definitely mystical. in poor taste. Those, all of those segments were just like, oh, what's going very, on? Very here? much in poor please, taste. Please get back to the content. Um, I really enjoyed that he has so many magician friends, and like, it doesn't seem like it's a show or whatever. Like, he's like, he always says, like, I knew this guy from childhood. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, there's such a huge like magician community that's been like growing up together and like doing magician things and they're like reminiscing in the magic shop and I'm like this is like a whole different realm to me like I don't that it's, was like it's... sorry sorry Funke you you keep going I oh, oh, interrupted you oh no no I was just saying it, it was just like so wild to be able to like peer into that whole universe that I just know nothing about but what were you saying yeah yeah, it was like a little peek into a community. And, you know, it was kind of like genuinely touching for me. Like when he goes back to the first, uh, like the magic shop where he first learned how to do magic and he like shows the first trick he ever did. And this, he's just hanging out with these, you know, uh, magic shop owners. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked it. It felt like like in like a Rocky movie when Rocky's just like walking around Philadelphia and everyone's like, hey, it's Rock. <laughs> 
Yeah. Even though he's like a His big star now, has but a it's statue like statue of yeah. Chris Angel in the middle of the square. Also, I love how he introduces a guy as this is my first magic friend. Like I had other friends. <laughs> this is my first magic. Friend. I also like I I do think that scene is cool and everything, but I just love the way it's staged where he's like, I think I bought my first magic trick here. And the guy's like, oh, really? Oh, actually, I think I just got one right here. <laughs> and Chris Angel's like, oh, interesting. Okay, I'm going to look at it. Well, I guess I'm just doing the trick now. I guess I'll show you. That, <laughs> yeah, he's like, so, that one I think is so funny and like how it like dovetails. Like... That was kind of cool how he showed that like the, the thing he learned how to do with that trick, like the going through glass thing, faking yes. going through the glass, mm. that he used that on like a big scale later in his career. It was kind of cool. It's like. You know, you learn these. Yeah, was cool. You learn the roots of like how to do this stuff, uh, and then figure out ways to like implement it for yourself on like a in like a different way as you grow as an artist. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. What is that? What's is? Cr- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Hannah. Oh no, I was gonna ask a stupid question. Please. Um, is Chris, is Chris Angel hot? I was. That's one of the things on my itinerary. Let's bump it up. Let's get to that. Oh my Let's get God. to that. Chris Angel, hot or not? Issue. Why? Because, why do you ask? Well, because at first I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like before we got like the one special just really started, and I was like, I don't like a lot of what's going on with like your look, but like I was like that. You know, I get it, especially for the time period. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, was he, one, was he considered hot at the time? And two, does this round table consider him hot? I mean, or understand his, I don't know, whatever. I think, yes, I think he was definitely hot at the time. I don't think he's hot in this. But I can, I feel like this is like proof that like hotness is a state of mind. Because when he's walking in places, Mm -hmm. he definitely thinks he's like, the sexiest dude in the room. He's like, I'm fucking Chris Angel with my leather jacket, my fucking hat barely on my head. I'm looking around like, where's the magic tricks? Where's the magic tricks? I don't know. He really does have that energy of like, I'm hot as fuck. And I'm a magician. What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't know if it strengthens the case or not that he's like a huge dork. Because he's seems like <laughs> just like his voice and like how clearly into the magic he is, and like I, I don't know. Yeah, but he also I, ha- I had trouble even accepting him as cool, which I think made me like him more. But ah, I don't know. but he's got like a nice face and abs. Yeah. Oh, and he shows off those <laughs> abs. Like, he shows off those abs multiple times. I love the yeah the one with the prosthetic some stomach. Needles which, out of my abs. Yeah, I guess he's showing off his abs, but like, are that are those his abs? Because it's probably a prosthetics. No, it's definitely a prosthetic. There's like a hole for the needle. <laughs> yeah, but you think the abs are fake? He's like, if my shirt's off, I may as well add a fake six pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta, he also I gotta showed off. He showed off when so. he's like, "Look, guys, I have no one in my ears. Like, no one's telling me what to do." And then he like pulls oh, yeah. up the shirt. He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he pulls up the shirt. <laughs> You're like, what, Chris? What are you doing? <laughs> um, I agree that with that, I am attracted to the confidence. I think like. Because no matter how much of a dork he is, he really like believes in himself, and I think that that confidence is really hot. Um, <laughs> so that's my verdict on that's Chris, so Chris Angel hot or not. Sorry, 
so wholesome. Yeah, well, you know, I like that he believes in himself. I want to know what his, like, zodiac sign is. Let's check it up. Um, I'm looking it up. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was, I actually looked up him now because I was like, I couldn't tell if he was hot or not in the show fully. And I'm like, well, I wonder what he looks like now. And I think he's like, I think he's hotter now than he was. Yeah, he cut the hair. He cut the hair. He, cut the, he, he has like a good like haircut. Clean. Yeah. He's a Sagittarius. Which I don't really know what that means. I assumed he'd be like a fire sign. Is that a fire sign? I don't know. I think it's air. But I don't know a thing. Uh, I don't. oh it's a fire sign okay that makes a lot of sense that is a fire that man is a fire sign i thought he might be a leo that's why he looks a bit like chris sarandon the villain from the princess bride susan sarandon's brother i think he looks like does anyone watch broad city does anyone i did a while i've seen broad city you you know Trey, the guy who works at the gym. The <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who he looks like to me. He looks so much like him. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But like with shorter hair. I mean, so, yeah. Like, yeah. You look, Chris Angel now looks like how Trey looks. He looks like yeah. his evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Chris Sarandon. His yeah, that was also a good call, Seb. He also looks like Chris Sarandon, I guess. Did you uh, act, did you Google Chris Sarandon? No, I'll do it now. I'll do it now. I did. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see it. I could definitely see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, what is the next trick or treat on the uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. uh? Okay, so we already talked about a lot of these, but I kind of want to just bust through, like, you know, this is kind of like, okay, so Mind Freak, it's kind of like like a sketch show, but, like, instead of sketches, you know, it's magic tricks. And he's got, like, a bunch of them throughout, so I just wanted to go through <laughs> some of them and get some reactions. Uh, so the first one is, uh, is uh, he, he crashes his friend's show, Joaquin Ayala, I think the guy's name was. Yeah. He just calls uh, him Ayala. He cra- just call yeah. him. He crashes his friend's show and then jumps through his stomach. Uh, okay, so thoughts on this one? <laughs> and then crashes his friend. <laughs> I thought that was I, so funny. One, I honestly, one of the more impressive things on the show, I think. You can clearly see it. It's one shot. They clearly did it live with that audience. Yeah. I, I think it looks great. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I liked because I didn't think he was gonna jump through his fucking stomach. He's like, "Oh yeah, come over here, Chris," and he dives through him. I've never seen a human being do that. Um, And I really did enjoy when uh, when he obviously like ran around over like around the stage, stage right, exited behind the crowd, and then was like, "Ah," to the camera, like I just emerged out of nothing. Yeah. What, yeah. What other thing I really? Yeah, that one's hilarious. Yeah, that was one of my favorites in the whole in the whole special. One th- the other thing I really liked in that part is that uh, his friend Ayala like mocks Chris Angel's "Are you ready?" thing, which is like that's the yeah. joke, right? And then Chris Angel says like, "Oh, like Ayala would say, are you ready?" Which doesn't make any sense. Ayala is mocking him <laughs> already. It's yeah. it's bizarre. That's- 
that's a thing I, I that strike struck me about the show right away and that I kind of like. He's not very eloquent. He's not good with words and he's not good at phrasing things. Almost no one is. Yeah. Why do you think he became a magician, Sam? Why does he specifically say that he's going to be cut into a million pieces so many times? Like he's like, I was going to cu- cut myself in two pieces, but I decided instead a million pieces. But now I feel like someone would change that. There would be somebody who would like interfere and like write something for him or something. But I like it's just pure. It's like someone would really talk. It's great. They, yeah. Well, also, like, he's kind of like the cliche that everyone now would try to avoid, but he was the OG of this kind of himbo magician. <laughs> right, uh, right, yeah. So, like, everyone's, like, trying to not be Chris Angel, but Chris Angel's already Chris Angel. Mm-hmm. I he, They did cut him a few times. Like, when he was in the magic store, and he's like, this guy would always, like, talk to me like this or whatever. And, and he pissed off and then they just cut it i was like that's a kind of short cut it was weird but yeah there's so many moments like that where he's just talking and then it just shifted away um that was wild uh, adam i i was i'm so intrigued that you have like a like a like a kind of a format for talking about this episode because i feel like his show like there's really no format like it feels like each right. time he goes into it he's like all right Here's like six magic tricks. I don't know how long I'm gonna make each one of them. Uh, I'm just gonna cut over here. Oh, my friend's in town. Like, let me just film him. Like, <laughs> I was like walking somewhere or something. Like, it's it's so yeah. just whatever he's feeling at that moment. That is very can true. Can I say and one more thing? Of, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Seb. Yeah, you can go after this. I just wanted to respond to that real quickly. Sorry, Seb. No, it's okay. It just can't see you when you're on a bit of a delay. I know. My internet's really bad right now, which is a real bummer. Um, but I hope you guys it's can still hear fault. me. It's not your fault. I know. It's not my fault. Someone, Don't magician, feel bad. made my internet disappear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, happens. you would think that, like, these the episodes should, you know, I'm comparing it to, like, the other show that I watched obsessively around that, obsessively around that time, which was Mythbusters. And that show, it's like, there's a myth. Mm. They have to bust that, and they're leading towards something for the entire episode, right? They're, like, b- figuring out how— And there's like, a B story. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, the process other three. to get there, and then, yeah, the other three who have, like, a process to get to their own thing. Um, and you would think that, like, an episode of Mind Freak, like, it's a slam dunk, right? It's, like, he's he has to do the wood chipper thing. So we're watching throughout the episode. Most of it is, like, leading towards that. And then maybe there's a couple other tricks thrown in. <laughs> But it really is so, like, scattered. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, whatever feels like the right thing to do next. But uh, Which I think we'll get into my- more as I go through more of the segments. But it's so weird. It's such a weird choice. But maybe much like Myth- Mythbusters thing is they have a myth and then they bust it. This thing has a mind. It's the audience's <laughs> mind, and they freak it by not oh, having a formula. So but true. by not having a formula, they're fulfilling the formula yeah. of a mind freak. It feels that's like the show really is shaking point. you. It's grabbing you and shaking you at a lot of points of it. It's yes. going inside his it's mind. It's shocking. <laughs> Can I say one more thing about the Ayala thing before we Of move course. On? Please. Well, one... The uh, thing he does where he, like, beckons the camera towards him is the most pickup artisty thing he does. Uh, and I was yeah. really put off by it right away. 
Two, when he walked in, I guess I didn't realize how famous he is or whatever. I thought people were going to be mad that he's interrupting No the way! Because he, like, he walks, like, through the crowd for so long before he says anything. And then, I guess, you know, people probably knew something was going to happen or whatever. But, like, at the Magic Castle, this is his crowd. People went nuts. <laughs> we're so excited yeah. that he was there. What Seb is trying to say is, like, he wants life to be his magic castle and i would want... like a magic castle somewhere where i'm no, giving like, respect you want the world you want the world like you want to be chris angel in 2000 and whatever in yes the magic castle but your life we all do i think that's i think we, we all do yeah that's yeah. what we all want <laughs> it's it is incredible how much he's loved that figure yeah like, it's a uh, that that's a great wrap up. I, I think we'll the next time. <laughs> uh, the next thing he does, it's like kids are trick or treating at his door, and he makes like a bunch of candy appear. Oh, I love this one. Uh, uh, okay, well, please then jump in. What do you love about this one? Uh, it took me back to being like a kid and being uh, excited by like a guest speaker at the school. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> And, like, being blown away by whatever they did, even though probably as an adult I would think it was dumb. <laughs> it's a very simple trick. It's just making candy sweet appear. With the kids. But, yeah, he's very nice with the kids. And uh, they, they seem really happy and excited. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have too much to say. Yeah, it was... It was this is a nice <laughs> trick. I didn't... It wasn't for me. It wasn't for my demographic. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Funky anti kid. <laughs> it's cute that he's doing Chick this. Chick a little juvenile. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm here for Chris Angel climbing a fucking pyramid in the middle of a city without any straps on. I'm not here for Chris Angel nice geek. Nice. I'm here for Chris Angel mind freak. <laughs> say it. Say it loud. Uh. All right, well, then the next one, unless anyone's got anything else to say on this one. Anyone? Going once, going twice. No, there's nothing, there's not much to say. It's okay. Yeah, it's a This very, is the best episode. It's very simple. Yeah. This is the most in-depth analysis, like piece by piece, that Hell we have yeah. ever done. And that's it. really upsetting. I, it's longer longer it, than the episode I, already. Yeah, it is. 49. And uh, we got a lot more. I'll try to Does speed through these Does that make this segments. a movie? Yeah. <laughs> Audio movie. <laughs> uh, so the next one we talked about a lot already. Uh, it's the belly button thing. I just think it's odd that like they really made a point in this special of showing that he was magician of the year. And this comes back to back with the next one. Maybe we could talk about it as tandem, where he it's he's answering a listener email about his music and how he made the music <laughs> for the show. Which I think is weird that the person didn't realize that. Like, it's very clearly him singing uh, in, in the intro, which plays every single episode. But yeah, these two in tandem are very, very odd. And odd, I don't know why they're in this special. <laughs> the next email is about how they didn't realize what a handsome boy he was. Yeah. The, the email is from Danny Bird or whoever that Twitter guy was. Oh, oh. What's that guy's name? You're the one that told me about it, Seb. Dan Purdy. Dan Purdy. Please look that up. We don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible story. Um, Dan yeah, Purdy? I, I, 
It was a it was a fake Twitter account made by a congressman to hype up his own tweets, but he was pretending to be a black gay man and even hired an actor. Uh, <laughs> and that's how he prefaced every uh, tweet. Holy shit. I'm a black gay man, but I love you, Senator Tom. <laughs> oh no. Jeez. Um and people figure this out over the course of one day. We have to move on. Yes, I over right. one Sorry. day. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> That shit looks fake as fuck. Um I like that he yeah, this question does feel very fake and like, oh my god. But he's like, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I actually was in a band with my bros back in the day and we made some music. I love how it gave me like more of a, a picture of who this guy is. And like a lot of this special is like building who was Chris as a child right. to now like superstar magician. And I thought that that part did a did a did a good job at, why are you laughing he is a Hannah's upset how much you guys are buying into the legend <laughs> I'm just like this is a guy that like clearly writes his own fan emails about his shitty music that he uses as the theme song for his show but he also has to mention that he's magician of the year yeah and like is also a magician and you guys are like what a humble king like wow <laughs> He is such a nice geek. He's like a quiet wallflower, and I love him. He sells the character well that this all makes sense within one person somehow. Yeah. I am a Chris Stan. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I think uh, another element of chaos is I was sure, I didn't think about it after, but I was sure that the email thing was going to come back, that it was going to be a segment of the episode. (laughs) But no, it was just that. (laughs) (laughs) uh what season is this special from it's from i think it was from 2006 so it would be the second season oh yeah either one or two because it started in 2005 right okay so it's early yeah it was early Um, but i think he already had like a season of success because he says he says mind freak has been so successful thanks to you and i was like oh my god you're welcome (laughs) he's talking directly to me oh he's so personable too oh i love this guy (laughs) yeah oh my god (laughs) um okay (laughs) okay uh so then he goes to his hometown he does that clock trick that one's pretty cool uh he greets all his fans we already kind of talked about that that The one I wanted to get to next was when he did the milk trick, um, where he gets someone to put milk on the table. Okay, so he gets someone to put milk on the table, then he rubs that milk just clearly off the table, uh, and then I guess makes milk appear on the other side of, of the table. Um, but then the real kicker on this is that he, he tries to get his cat yes. to drink the milk, but the cat doesn't want to. Is that a dog? Oh, sorry, the dog. Uh, no, kept, like, no, but he kept I, saying it was a cat that was dressed, yeah, that was as dressed a dog, like a dog. And I had no context of the rest <laughs> he thought it was of so the show. Funny. Is that actually a cat? <laughs> or is it just a dog? It's his dog. Okay. Yeah. okay. But he brings so it up then, every time he introduces the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good bit for Halloween. Even when episode. it's not Halloween? Oh. No, if okay, I remember correctly, yeah, it's just on yeah, this episode. Yeah, he brings it up every time. But uh, yeah, anyway, then he uh, bends over and starts slurping the milk off of the table. Which I was positive would be part of the trick, (laughs) but it's not. He just drinks it. (laughs) He's like, I guess my cat isn't going to eat this milk off the table, so I will. 
That is cut away. <laughs> that is one of the tricks where I'm like, okay, sorry. Did he make it appear on the other side? I thought two people. I thought he poured two things of milk. No, he, he moved. moved it. Okay, he's he did that. Oh, sorry. What happened? No, 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 no. You were talking. Don't oh, worry. Oh, he did that trick where he like absorbs a liquid twice. I think. But in this special, <laughs> but what is he doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck is he using? Like a towel and then like pulling it up? Because it seems like what's the other one? I, I don't remember. I remember he did it twice. Like he was like rubbing the table and it disappeared. Um, oh, that's not absorbing a liquid. That's absorbing a solid. <laughs> a table. Oh no no so, no 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 no. Oh He's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're with talking the about. Ashes? The Brady Bunch oh, one. Yeah yeah yeah. Ashes. Where he makes the ashes appear. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Wasn't a liquid, but like he did that same thing where he like, yeah, it's it. the same kind like, of trick. Either vacuum some shit up or like, oh, I'm literally like, how did he do that without getting any residue out of himself? <laughs> Shocking. Shocking guy. But I, I like, it's kind of a weird small scale trick, but I actually enjoyed those more because it's clear that he's actually knows a lot of like sleight of hand and stuff and it's not aided by the editing or whatever yeah it just like does like a cool trick in front of a crowd and it looks cool mm-hmm. yeah no I, I hear that yeah yeah okay uh does anyone have any answers him- oh for that trick yeah or we i just think that oh, it? i have no okay. idea i think that one he just uh put some like i saw that he reached under the cabinet when he was first starting the trick. And I think he must've just put some milk in his left hand. And then when he put them both back on the table, like with his right hand, he just rubbed off the milk that the person had put down. And then he kind of like dropped the milk from his hand from under the counter. Just rubbed off the milk? But- yeah, cause you can see it's on, cause you can see when he lifts his hand, it's on his hand. It's like when you just rub any liquid off of a wooden surface. It's not like- not Oh, I thought impressive. he was raising his hand and they oh. were so shocked that there was nothing on his hand. So he's raising his oh. hand and there's milk on it and they're like You can see a little bit of milk on his hand. His yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Well then never mind. But it was still cool. It's still I mean those are like nice just sleight of hand tricks. You're right, Seb. It was cool. It's fun. What what's the next one? Alright, a lot of these the rest of them we've kind of talked about already. I'll just bust through them. So if you guys have anything to add. So he visits corn in the studio. It's like a weird ad for a corn song, also. <laughs> he makes like his wife a yeah, sorry, court album. You're right. Let me. Sh- I'll show the proper respect. Uh, it's an album, not a song. Um, he makes a wire go from like his mouth to out of his eye. Uh, you know, he goes to the first magic shop he ever went to. Teaches that toothpick trick. Has wait, the what? has the Brady Bunch thing. Visits Houdini's grave. Like those are all the other kind of little things that happen. Before wait, 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 wait. So, what do you want to jump in on here? One. Just one thing about the corn thing, it's like, I don't care, but it's just funny that they go to the lengths of trying to, like, stage it as if it's a surprise visit. Like, the cameras are already there filming filming Jonathan Davis, and then when Chris Angel walks in, he acts shocked and is like, cut the music. Like, he was yeah. in the middle of recording a song, he had no idea. Even though the camera crew was there. Yeah. But this was early reality TV, you know? Like... Right. People, people yeah, even stuff. with Ayala like, yeah. as well. Like, they definitely had that. Yeah, but that before. that. Yeah, but they're doing like a, a routine for the audience. True, true. You know, I I assumed. You know, he walks in and and goes. Everyone's tired of card tricks, and you know the audience is shocked. But yeah. I thought we were supposed to get it. 
Mm, well, maybe not. Maybe they thought they were like filming a special promotional thing for corn, and then it was like tricked. Oh yeah, it could <laughs> be it's Chris freaked. Angel. <laughs> You've been mind freaked. I'm gonna listen to corn later. I just wanted to let you know, <laughs> all of you. Oh. I just want to. I I will not. I want to listen to the album that he was recording, or a song. I want to listen to. I want to listen to Chris Angel's music. Okay. Guys, apparently, if you play Corn background, you get like the secrets to how Trick An- Trick Chris Angel does his tricks. You play Corn uh, background. Backwards. You get the Trick Angel. <laughs> you know what? It was already a bad joke, and my body was trying to stop me from delivering it. <laughs> that was a good one. No, that was a good one. No, it wasn't. Don't yeah. patronize me. I think it was really good, actually. <laughs> Uh, what were the other things you said the magic shop yeah a bunch of stuff we already kind of talked about yeah the magic shop the brady bunch thing i also think the magic shop is silly that he acts surprised that there's a crowd of people there (laughs) he's like oh for me and it's like you you told everyone no because he's humble this local magic store is that popular with the porsche (laughs) (laughs) oh you guys are yeah yeah you guys are my magic shop waiting for me. <laughs> what a dude. Guys, it's so busy in here. We can't even film it. Like, we have to move Chris. Like, because it's so busy. There are so many people. Uh, okay, so then it brings us to the, you know, the big one, the wood chipper. Uh, so what did you guys all think of this one? It's just like Fargo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I do appreciate the touch of adding in like the weird red like blood like dye. <laughs> it's like that's all that comes out. Like you wouldn't see. It. Well, anything. I don't know. That's where he lost me though. Like he, like part of the trick <laughs> was that he died. Like that, when yeah, he was playing that's... the trick, he's like, okay, yeah. and this is the part where I die and everyone thinks I'm dead for 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, all right, and put some, put, put some chunks here. And then I just thought, like, his family's out there. And, like, sure, they know it's an illusion or whatever, but, like, it fully looked like he traumatized at least his mom. Like, his mom was like, oh, my oh, God. definitely. I don't think you don't so. Think I was so. not oh. convinced by her his at mom all. Was... Yeah. She was like, Christopher... <laughs> Chris, Christopher, no, what's happening? It's like if you thought your son died in a wood chipper in front of you, you would not. I don't know. You'd be a lot more emotional than that. <laughs> she got me. I, I was like, oh yeah, my God. I was, I, I was moved by it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, on the guy who was talking about Fargo, that was weird. I think that's a weird question. <laughs> He's like, that's where you go to hide a body. <laughs> Is a witch. Yeah, he kept saying you. <laughs> Super. He's like, if you want somebody gone, you gotta put them in the wood chipper, and it's like that doesn't even make the trick sound more scary. <laughs> it's just a, w- a weird thing to say. It just makes me not want to be around you yes. in a wood chipper. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, uh, I. But I like. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say that I agree completely that. Uh, I don't think they should have put the fake blood and the fake human chunks in the thing because 
For me, it's like it's an impressive enough illusion that like you pretend to go into a wood chipper and then you show up in the in the you know whatever the truck. Uh, exactly. Like I don't. I obviously don't think he's actually gonna like. Like that's the, the that's the trick is that he shows up in the truck. Why would you pretend like you died? That's yeah. That's not part of the trick. Mm-hmm. Also, I I like the part where the he's talking to the owner of the wood chipper, and the owner of the wood chipper is not really playing along that well with like the show. <laughs> like he's like, so how many blades you got in here? He's like four. <laughs> he's like well so these things are gonna crush me right he's like no they kind of just push you into the blade <laughs> like he's not making it sound that exciting and he also says and and these blades will come into a million pieces right like these ones here <laughs> yeah that's that's a thing i'm confused about too we mentioned this earlier but like the houdini trick is that he does pretend like a body is cut in half that's not what this like when they kept saying we're gonna cut in a million pieces I thought that the trick was going to be that, like, it's just the extension of that. Like, you pretend, like, the body is cut into many, many different pieces. Like, escaping from a wood chipper isn't really, like, an, a logical extension of the Houdini trick. That is more like a Charlie Chaplin gag, like you said earlier, Seb. And who can quantify how many pieces are actually coming out of that wood chipper? Like, a million is not That's even a truthful Also a good point. Probably a billion. <laughs> A million's not cool. You know what's cool? A billion pieces. Like, it would be cooler if, like, he made it seem like all these p- million pieces that came out of the wood chipper, like, somehow, like, you know, they went into that truck, into that pile, and then we're supposed to believe that they form together, and then they're Chris again, and then he comes out <laughs> from, like, the bottom of that pile. That would be that cool. That would be cool. He should have hired me. I was nine when this came out, but. <laughs> well, I, I think that uh, escapes are actually kind of cool. And Houdini would actually do that, would escape from straight jackets and handcuffs and whatever. And I, when the trick was like, you know, we're watching it in one shot of him trying to get out of the box and it's getting close in a way that, and you see him like make it just in time. That was almost enough for me. Yeah, that like, was already that impressive. Was cool. I agree. Like he actually I guess that's not mind freaky enough. No, but it's true. I felt the same way. I was like, he actually did do the thing he was trying to do, which is get out of the handcuffs mm. in time. Like they show that he did yeah. that. Mm. I don't know why you need to add the other thing, but I mean that's just what makes Chris Angel Mind Freak the best show ever. He's he's this fire sign. It's like they have to. He pushes his body <laughs> so to the limit casually a lot of his a lot of his tricks were a lot of his tricks were like i'm gonna uh, go underwater for like five minutes or something well that was then he would just like yeah that was the really famous one that made him popular at first right where he was like underwater for 24 hours which Mm -hmm. he i think was an actual thing he did (laughs) was an actual stunt he just did it with like he had a bunch of oxygen tanks um that wasn't like a illusion like he actually did that was just a stunt but okay. I think that was the See, first thing that made him I, I famous. Just... Like, I understand illusions, I guess, being, like, an art form. And, like, that <laughs> stunts where you're just like, I'm going to do this ridiculous shit just for the sake of doing this ridiculous yeah. shit. I'm not even trying to, like, sh- make you think another thing or, like, do I don't get the- that. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. 
I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's true, though. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say something I forgot. Well, what were we talking about before? The wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Seb, who is this guy behind you? Sorry, it's in my mind right now. I'm like, who the fuck oh, is this Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about this. So for the audience, my Zoom background is Paul Rust in the show Love. And there's oh. one episode where he's like a huge dork who identify with a lot. And there's an episode where he takes his date to the magic castle. And wow. she's really not into it. Um, and he's like super into it. And I didn't even, I guess I knew it was a real place, but I never thought of it as a place that could ever be like considered cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the way that this show frames it is so different than the way that love frames it. I just thought it was interesting. I gotta check out that, that episode then. That sounds funny. Great show. Wow. I didn't see the whole thing, but the, part, the parts I saw were great. Isn't it only like one season? Why didn't you finish it? I think there's three seasons and I saw the first two. And I just oh. watch shows extremely slowly. I will yeah. watch it eventually. Um, that guy is the most like me any TV character has ever been. I don't know. That's a Hannah uh, He has a meltdown. <laughs> what? I said that's a Hannah cosine. You think so as well? Oh my god, yeah. The, in the first episode, he like is sad so he throws all his blu-ray dvds out the car window <laughs> some sub shit even just owning dvds that's some sub shit <laughs> like it's like a crisis that he, he has to throw out his blu-rays yeah <laughs> uh okay the next thing on the itinerary is very special we have our first ever listener question wow uh sent in by can i guess of course is this from ec no oh well they watched it they watched it on letterboxd in anticipation i assume of this yeah, are you serious? Love that. very cool love that is that. so exciting so thank you shout yeah, out ec if you have any questions send them to the insomniac instagram <laughs> and we'll answer please. them please or you can send them to Mailbag. i guess the, our email i don't know if that's easier However, people want to send us questions, just send them to us. We'll love to answer them. Mailbag. Okay, anyway, does everyone have the the listener question opened up? You got to hear it. Okay, should we all play oh, it at the same yeah, time? You, yeah, you got to hear it. Where'd you put it? Where'd you put it's it? It's in the Slack. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm already uh, listening. Okay, well then just play it. <laughs> Wait, mine's not loading. Hi, is it WAC team? Um, Kun here, longtime fan, uh, occasional listener. Um, really excited for this week's episode. Um, Hi. I'm with my niece Hi. here, Min. Hi. Yeah, she has a few words to say. Um, we just have a question. We have two questions for the team. Um, the first question would be, if you were to make a Chris Angel biopic, um, who would you star as Chris Angel? Um, or who would you cast as Chris Angel? And then the second question would be, I mean, considering after watching Chris Angel's MTV Cribs thing, um, he clearly has a lot of money. Um, I can't believe that he made his family do that wood, like go through watching him um, go through that wood chipper and thinking that he died. Nuts. I, I don't even know how much more fame that got him. But just curious on a personal note, how much money would somebody have to pay you? Um, 
for you to pull off that stunt successfully, but at the cost of traumatizing your partner and family. <laughs> Anyways, very excited to hear your thoughts. Um, see you later from me and Min. Say bye. Bye. Aww. <laughs> So thank you to Kun and to you. Min for those questions. Uh, thank you. And and as we said, if anyone has any listener questions in the future, uh, please send them in. We love answering questions. So the first one, who would you cast as Chris in a Chris Angel biopic? Hmm. This is Whack Actor Avenue. Mm. Oh, in a little, little, little bit of a different way. In a way. I like it, it is. Yeah, I like it. Is. it. Um. I know I said the guy from Broad City looks like him, but uh, I kind of think we need a bigger name mm. for this. Yeah, you want this to pop. <laughs> I would like to cast Timothy Chalamet. Oh, wow. <laughs> it would be uh, the transformation of his career. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would be his Oscar performance for sure. That could be very. I was cool. have to capture his vibe. Yeah, I was trying to go with someone but, who I thought had like the same kind of energy. I don't think this guy is as uh, no, earnest, but I was thinking what? just. Oh, I was gonna say just. I don't think this person was is as like earnest as uh, Mr. Angel, and certainly not as humble. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking Johnny Depp. Maybe. No. Are we allowed Let's to see. cast him anymore? I thought he was wow. uncancelled. Is he uncancelled? Yeah. Right, I'll look into that. I don't know what that guy's been up to since Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know he was first cancelled. <laughs> what about uh, Keanu? Keanu would be great. Wow. wow. Maybe that's too easy. <laughs> well, yeah, he's always just going to be great, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I, I think he has that sort of vibe where like you you would see him being ridiculous and you would kind of still like him mm-hmm. I was thinking kind of playing up his ridiculousness with that Andy Samberg um, as Chris Angel oh, oh I think it could, it could be a bold a bold choice really steers the direction of this biopic but he could do it well yeah, I, I guess was, I did think a couple times while watching this Oh, sorry, Adam. No, no, no. Go ahead, Sam. Please. Do you, Do you guys remember that movie, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone? I didn't see it. Oh yeah, but I never it watched felt that. Felt like kind of like a parody of Chris Angel, I guess. But it seemed like ten years too late. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know. I kept. I don't know why I kept thinking about it. Because yeah, like he's... I get when you're watching Mind Freak, like you would easily go, we could make a parody of this. <laughs> what the hell is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like and I've seen a bunch of people parody if not Chris Angel directly like this style of magician that uh I feel like if we were to make a biopic it's like it, it would we should try to play it like really uh earnest, really loving because it's yeah. like it would be so easy to just like make fun of this guy. I actually think over this podcast episode we've done a good job at uh not dunking on him. I love yeah. him. Was I? Ha- am I a ghost? Am I doing? What about me? In my efforts to yeah, dunk but on I don't him? think you were just like making fun of him, though. I don't think it was like in the way that like, I don't I think you were was, mocking him. I think you were legitimately unnerved. I, 
Yeah, I don't think it was my uh, idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James, no, my mind. James Gandolfini <laughs> is in that magician movie. What? He's oh, like he, he would have been a great Chris Angel. Crazy. It's got to be one of the last, uh, one of his last movies. Yeah. Damn. He would um, have been a great Chris Angel. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he had incredible range. He know? did. Yeah, he, he could have done it. Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl yeah. Streep. Meryl could do it for sure. I was I was talking to someone about adaptation. I'm like, that movie was actually crazy. Like, take it over <laughs> and watch there. At the end, just can't get over it. Um, but anyways, the next question was, uh, how much money would it take for you to traumatize your family? I would, I I just, would do this trick. I don't think I would do this trick either. I, I, Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not I, worth it. If I mean, sorry, Funka, you go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go, 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 go. It's not worth it. I just think it's not um, worth it. It's with like enough uh, money. I know we're questioning the uh, legitimacy of how much the family really did uh, think that he had died. <laughs> they were actually trying. But let's imagine that, like, the family is genuine and that our family watching this actually, and, and friends and partner actually think that we have gone into a wood chipper. I would never want to subject anyone to that. That's the most horrifying image I can... Um, one of the most horrifying ways a close friend could die... And I, even if it's proved to be fake five seconds later, I would never want that to enter anybody's brain for any amount of time. Though, if if it but... was executed in the way the show did it, where it's like, as soon as you see the chunks, you start rolling your eyes and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> what were you saying? And you're Adam? like, Chris is just up to his shit. Um, with enough money, you could pay for really good therapists for your family. Oh, and like you're the most opposed to this guy, and yet you're the most willing to yeah. replicate him. <laughs> I, no, I'm just like, like, if you offered me like a few million dollars. So you understand why he's the- like this. No, because this is something he's passionate about. I'm just in it for the money. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I have no honor. You know, I, have no... I have no morals or ethics. But I just want money. the price of living is very high right now. Right. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. I could invest in real estate. I, I, I see your point, Hannah. I see your point, but uh, I don't need the money that bad to for the potential trauma. Oh my god, you guys act I, like you're saints. If you were presented with the option, are you telling me you jump wouldn't? Into a wood chipper? You can pay for therapy for people to get. I, I I was rewatching the clip while we we're talking, and I literally do think that the mom and the partner do think that he's dead. I what? think so or too. I think so too. Or, They've been th- filming this show for a year. I at this know, but point. I'm saying, d- yeah, let's, let's talk still. about how there's like a good, like at least a minute where the guys are like, "Oh shit, where's Chris? What's going on?" With <laughs> yeah, they're acting. <laughs> I know they're it's bad. And they're acting. in it. On no, it, and no, not even the family doing a believes it. The family think, believes it. And no. we're, it was we're emotional so far, for me. We're so far removed from it too. Like, taking we're watching this clip from 2006 in 2020, mm-hmm. and it's super like exposing all this. But they're beside a fucking wood chipper, and they don't know where this guy is. 
Yeah. Both of you are blind by your allegiance. Allegiance. Yeah. Course. Honestly, that, guys, I mean that's also true. This but is how I do people think people fall into cults. Like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. I think. I think at the end of this, when they talk to people and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he went in the wood chipper and then he came out the wood chipper, and they're so they're like, "That was the most incredible thing I've ever seen." Yeah. I'm always like. These big groups that like go to watch Chris Angel do something, they want to believe. I don't think there's any like skeptics in the crowd. It it genuinely mm, feels yeah, like sure. they, they're all like, I'm ready to just say yeah whenever he does anything. Um, oh, that and, and that's scary. That's such a good. You know, I think honestly, that hits why I love this so much and why I like magic or why I loved it a lot as a kid and why I still have a big appreciation for it. Because I think to enjoy magic, you really have to have like an uncynical perspective of it. I mean, mm-hmm. once you immediately have any kind of like cynicism or being like, well, that's fake, that's stupid, then yeah, of course it all falls apart like immediately because it's all fake and it's all silly. But I like that it's just like, you really have to submit to, this is just fun. This is just an odd, weird thing. And I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna buy in and accept it and that's cool to me I i'm like just that. saying that's how i want people like, to like that's how people got inducted art. into jonestown like i'm just gonna say that <laughs> no, it's not yes it is yes it is G- like believing jim- in magic you said, drink the kool-aid yes, jim jones jump in the wood chipper the, jim, no, that jim jones literally would travel around and perform these like special sermons where he would heal the same guy over and over again who was like in a wheelchair or like someone and then people believed that he was special. <laughs> and that's how he built a cult. Don't worry, but, I'm judging you. I would also end up in Jonestown. I've talked about this before. <laughs> um, I'm sure of it. I'm, I'd be, not for that reason, but for other. But yeah. But a magician I, is doing- Angel is demanding nothing of no, you. Yeah, that's my except point. Except to have a great time. That's my thing. Like he a magician's doing it money. just for fun. Yeah, it's not like with any other motive. I just- if he was saying like then join my yeah join my church well then or buy my like monthly like subscription to magicians weekly or whatever i don't know he's not even yeah. like pushing too much he's just like check out this this is the experience i don't know we should check out his like social media i bet he's like pushing some weird like diet lollipops or some shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just such a He's just supposed his just, family now. He's a family guy. Being a hater. I'm sorry. I'm bored. Not from this episode, just in general. From lockdown. Okay. No, I hear you. Not from this. And I'm I'm just stirring the pot and I'm sorry. I I, I think it's I, good. The I diet think. lollipop people have just completely oh, yeah. run I'm out so of ideas. Sorry to They're the like, sugar bear okay, hair so we, people. We've what? got Kim Kardashian, we've got we got all the big people. We got to reach out to Chris. <laughs> do you think he'll do it? It's been a while. It's an untapped market. Yeah. There's no competition there. I'm uh, going to see his social media. Okay. I got a couple other things on the itinerary. We're almost done, I swear. Um, oh my God. This, this is the thing... longest episode. I, I wish. <laughs> it is a pretty I long hope it gets episode. There. Okay. I'm going to send you all a link, and I want on the podcast to get your live reactions to this. So this isn't from Chris Angel Mind Freak. I had never seen this show. It's from a follow-up show called Chris Angel Believe. But I was going through a rabbit hole of a bunch of different Chris Angel 
uh, videos uh, in preparation of this episode. And I found this one that I think you guys are going to, um, you know, really think is interesting. So I'm going to send you a link, uh, you three. For anyone who wants to watch uh, along, you can search up Chris Angel iPhone Obama. And uh, it's the first <laughs> one that comes up. Uh, so I'm going to send it to you all and then tell me when you have it and I'll count down and we'll wa- you watch it together. What, does he and give I just want to get all your reactions. Does he give Obama well, I don't wanna, iPhone 3? I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. I paused it at the start. Okay. Hannah, Sab, are you ready? Um, uh, yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm, I was... lo- it's, lo- it's loading. It's loading. iPhone magic trick with Barack Obama. Yeah, it's called Chris Angel iPhone magic <laughs> okay. trick with Barack. Or iPhone magic with Barack Obama. I was I was distracted by reading uh, Chris Angel's commemorative um, post about 9-11. Oh, okay. Which opens, <laughs> which opens with him going, um, I'll never forget that morning. I was preparing to shoot content for my live show Mind Freak, uh, opening on WWE and oh. then links to the WWE <laughs> social media. No, no. Oh no, no, Chris. <laughs> the rest of it's very. Oh, sincere. but you guys still think he is such a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a hum- he's humble. Yeah, he's humble and a great guy. In the Kate, show, so everyone has it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah. (laughs) The reality. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go three, three. two. Are we watching all three minutes of this? Yeah. You're gonna like it. We're gonna get the live reaction. We're gonna have it on. It's gonna be part of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Three. So speak out loud, please. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) Oh, there's James. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Why aren't they showing his face? <laughs> <laughs> He's entirely in shadow. <laughs> Barack Obama is entirely in shadow. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, he sounds a little. It sounds a little odd. <laughs> but they full on show that it's not him. There's that's like, not Obama. And then now he's in shadow. What do you mean it's not Obama? <laughs> this doesn't sound like Obama. <laughs> That's not Obama? Oh my god, Hannah. One, one frame is fully lit. (laughs) 
He's in shadow the entire time. <laughs> you don't think it's Obama? I don't think No, so. his voice sounds nothing like he's, he's just like, oh, that's amazing, Chris. <laughs> Why would they fake Obama? <laughs> but they've never outright say it's Obama, but just keep watching and it's 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 incredible. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Shadow Obama. <laughs> Wait, but those are ears. Mm. I like his giant cat pillow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? They do the presidential news work. <laughs> Wait, That's more what? Chris Angel ready. And look at that photo. Amazing is my favorite word for you. What, what was that? Wait, 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 wait. 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 Favorite word for what you. was the point oh my of God. that? What was the point of having fake Obama? You get like kind you... of, I feel like, do that in the 2000s and it maybe wouldn't get around and maybe if your audience is mostly kids or teens or whatever. But doing that in the internet era... Like, where you can pause yeah. the show. But and... also, I, I get people doing that on, like, fictional shit, but on a reality show? Also, like... That is so was that, weird. Did that, yeah, it's did one that of the weirdest like, things weird I've ever seen. On? My guess is he's <laughs> just, a... like, an Obama, like, uh, uh, impersonator look-alike. or whatever. That they hired, yeah, a lookalike to, like, uh, I wouldn't say come on look-alike. the show. And they don't outright say... Sorry, yeah, he doesn't even really look like him at all, which is no, which makes I totally it so much bought worse. it for like I wasn't paying attention and then I went back and watched the beginning really quickly again and I was yeah. like, oh wait, they never show his face. They, they never show his face. So, but, but, they just say like what? you never know you who can see will come to the show it's not and him. they play the presidential music <laughs> and they shoot him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I feel like his voice is pretty recognizable. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Yeah, and, the point he doesn't even try like, to do wow, like Obama's Chris, voice. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no strings. You're the best magician in the world. Um, why do you think? Why would he do that? Oh. And uh, he doesn't say Obama, <laughs> but he yeah. does seem to be gesturing that this is Obama. <laughs> um, that is very odd. Yeah, it's one of the weirdest That's videos I've ever seen. I, I, I don't, I don't know why that hasn't gotten a billion <laughs> views on YouTube. First off, um, it's one of the oddest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I guess it's like what you were saying, Seb. Like that, it's like he's just hoping that no one really thinks twice about it. Uh, but yeah, like the the reward is so low because oh god, it's so bizarre. How would you think that no one would ever find out? <laughs> That anyone watching well, would it would be convinced. Just, uh, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, is that supposed to be an illusion? Because <laughs> well, it's like you never would phone. think, like, 
oh, this guy, like, you wouldn't jump to, like, oh, he's faking having Obama on the show. Because it's, like, I don't know, like, maybe, I don't know when this is from, but if this was from, like, when he was campaigning. Right. Like, maybe he's trying to, like, appeal to, like, some weird magic-loving demographic. I don't know. I, I Googled it. But... I only found yeah. a thread on Reddit and uh, someone was oh. like, so so the idea of this is that Obama booked a private magic show for him and his bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> like that seems to be the idea, which is right. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he has children. Like, why wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. It doesn't seem like anyone has spoken about this on the internet, other than this thread. But yeah, this is yeah. Um, very odd. I... Funky, you have a billion followers. You should yeah, you gotta tweet this. Put life back into this on Twitter, and then get some answers for us. Ooh. <laughs> You're our only hope. I'll, I'll, I found I'll one around. tweet. Ooh, one tweet. Chris Angel oh. faked Obama on his show. Really, real professional, Chris. Six likes. Wow. Real professional. So this person not you only believed it, that, was upset at Chris Angel for <laughs> tricking Obama. No, no, he said he faked Obama on the show. He was upset oh, at his okay. lack of professionalism in pretending to have Obama. Okay, good. Yeah, good. good. It's just. That I mean, it's... like, I get pretending to go through a wood chipper and die. Yeah. <laughs> Faking our <No>, president. <laughs> Come on, Chris. It's so How bizarre. much would you have to be paid to perform this fake Obama trick? <laughs> Considering how much it traumatizes your family. Oh, it's so embarrassing. I wouldn't do that for any amount of money. What did he gain out of that? I, oh, God. But it's also like if you're going to get an Obama in person or a lookalike, get a good one. Yeah, I don't think you. Like get he's one, not though. even. I just don't think. Well, you, yeah, don't. Do, I mean, yeah, don't ever do weird, it. But yeah, don't ever do it. But it's like the he didn't even try. But it's he never didn't even try work, to do Obama's though. voice. I, yeah, yeah, I know it's I, from at the, the end start. of the day. I'm gonna be like, there's no way every frame he's not lit in the face. If you have Obama, <laughs> you're gonna want fucking cameras <laughs> on you, his face. If you shaking your head. lit, if you found a guy that looked just like Obama and you lit him. Better mm. than that, but not like amazingly. Or you just like shot him from angles that really looked like him. Yeah. Like you could probably pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, but yeah, it's a giveaway right away. See, I think, this like, is at, why? not professional. <laughs> at I best, I Guys. think you could do like a montage of like Chris gaining notoriety and then he could go, I can't always even tell you about who I perform. For, and then a shot of him <laughs> right into oh, a yeah. government building or something at best that is brilliant that's brilliant or if you had like a recreation of like real events or something mm-hmm. right. like, <laughs> yeah at the bottom i did this trick for obama reenact. but i can't show yes. it so I, yeah we weren't allowed to film in We've the white been... house or whatever yeah. it's been almost two hours i'm really hungry <laughs> oh yeah we should, yeah, I'm also yeah. Should wrap this up. best of Best episode ever. I'm sorry. Okay, well, no, no, I understand. I just want to say uh, best episode ever. So uh, that'll be, we got through all the, everything on the itinerary. Chris Crescent is not really important this time. We talk about Chris the entire time. 
Uh, shout outs, I don't have any. Uh, good night to all of our listeners, and let's get to the wacko meter. Unless anyone can has we, any. Does shout this outs. count? Like that is my question. Can we wax score this? Because it is absolutely. Like I don't know. Of you course. Are okay, never mind. <laughs> are you ready? Well, I'm gonna give this a solid three because. If the Obama thing was included in the special, I might give it a four. It's not. The rest of it is, like, kind of what I would expect, but it's still weird inherently. But, like, I think a solid three for me. I still would not like to be stuck in an elevator with this man. (laughs) But I don't think he would, like, he would show you a magic trick or something. He'd probably get stuck in the buttons or something. He touches hand and then his He'd hand would probably be the reason the elevator got stuck mm. and then reveal at the end to me that it was magic. Yeah. Either way, like, I know. But, but, whatever. Um, I will give it... Four. Oh, you're going with four. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think... I think I'm going to give it a higher score just because, yeah, I mean, as I said at the start, like this is wild to me. It does serve as kind of like a time capsule to a different era where different things were valued more in in popular culture and where like, yeah, like I could not see Chris Angel, who he is in that special, like doing the shit he was doing today. Like it just, my mind breaks down to see this kind of performance in a 2020 sphere and i think yeah i think i i loved going back and seeing like this chris angel is like that's the fucking dude like that is the guy everyone is like oh my god (laughs) everyone in la wanted to just just talk to chris angel i think that he was very were you there like what do you mean everyone we saw that we saw in the special i mean like everyone that that he walked by like just Wanted to be in his presence when he was doing his, his tricks. Except Obama. Except Obama, yeah. <laughs> but he thought he was so, amazing. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna give this one a five. I, I really enjoyed it. Hell I think it was yeah. pretty whack. Hell yeah. On a lot of different fronts. Uh, I'm also shaking your head at my whack score. I'm also gonna give it a five. Uh, I think that I, I, I agree completely with everything that you said. I think Mind Freak is one of a kind. Uh, and it could only have existed when it existed. And that to me is beautiful. I don't think anyone could ever make this again. And I don't think anyone had ever made it before. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a testament try. to... And I don't think anyone should ever try to make it again. Uh, and I'm glad no one ever tried to make it before. Uh, but I still, you know, I still love Chris Angel. Um, I wish him the best. I hope he's doing well. I think he just does his like Las Vegas residency now. I think that's what he does and probably makes a lot of money. So, you know, right. good on Chris. Um, one day I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can all go to Las Vegas one day and watch Mind Freak. Oh. It's a whack field That'd trip. Be fun. Uh so we'll put those numbers into <laughs> the into the whack. <laughs> <laughs> And we're getting a 4.25. 
Where's that? That's pretty high. Rank up. Yeah. It's just, one? I feel like bringing in a 40 minute TV special is cheating. But I I'm feel not like gonna. There's no rules because it's our podcast and we can do anything I we don't want. No, I'm hungry, so I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> we can do anything we want. It's our podcast. Who cares? I, yeah, I. Yeah, I think you can bring whatever kind of long video if you. Uh, yeah. If you make an argument for it. Any sort of big file. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's over a but gigabyte. Quite, Quite genuinely, if you argue anything as a movie to me, I'll, I might take it. Yeah. Honestly, if someone brought in a music video, I wouldn't complain. Well, I wouldn't complain. That's short. Uh, we, that episode would be three uh, hours. Yeah, that'll be a lot. That's the thing. That's the math. Is like the shorter the thing we bring in, the longer the episode. Um, so anyway, exactly. yes. Thank you to everyone on this chat for indulging this uh, mind freak. I mean, Funke, you already were a fan, so uh, uh, yeah, this was a treat that, for me. That's, thank that's, you. I'm a new fan. I mean, thank you, and thank you, Hannah and Seb, for watching. And to Kanan in for the question, we appreciate that. If anyone else has any listener questions for future episodes, please send them in. Youngest guest. Yeah. True. Very true. Very true. Um. Uh, thank you to Emma Kudlack for the logo. Thank you to Ian Mills for the music. Go to at Insomniac Fest on Instagram, Insomniac underscore Fest on Twitter, InsomniacFestival.com. Any of those places you can learn more about Insomniac Festival and uh, Insomniac Film Festival and Is It Whack? And also you can submit a question. Uh, next week, what's the plan? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to do Grown Ups too. Yes. And you didn't go yet though, did you? I didn't go yet, but I I thought we were doing what Funke. Right, we could right. Do, I don't know. We could do yours next if if you have one. No, well. no, no. Just, uh... Yeah, let's do Grown Ups too. I'm still thinking about mine. I'm still and thinking about it. Now too. I kind of want to up the ante just because <laughs> I'm feeling competitive. Okay, well it's not a competition, but if you want to up the ante, I mean I'm cool with that. Okay, so come back next week for Grown Ups too, <laughs> and uh, as the film uh, ends, but. But wait, before you watch that movie, I am not co-signing that movie. It's a mess. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be diving into it, and I'll, I'll, we'll be talking about a lot of. So lot excited. Of yeah, I'm really. Um, but excited. you were saying Adam. Oh, how did the movie end? I mean, the Mind Freak special. <laughs> Are you ready? Mind Freak. Are you ready? I think so. Oh, it's actually, it's the old guy. He, like, scares the kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Interesting yeah, game. So. Yeah, whatever. Trick or treat. <laughs> I like Bye. the night. I hate Halloween. Hi. <laughs> Have a good night. Or morning. Mom, get out. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs>